morning and welcome to Breakfast with the Bee. I am your host, Johnny Goodtimes. Joining me is my sidekick. I'm Dr. Eisenberg. Good morning, Johnny. Good morning. Good morning, Big Mix. Good morning to you folks, you fine folks out in Radio Land. Yeah. Yeah, damn it. It's not radio in the least. Oh, what is anymore? Um Don't say radio. <laughs> Johnny, yeah. uh, uh, that is that show that everyone really likes with the guy who stole my stage name. Is that still on, or is that that's wrapping up? One right? more episode. One more episode. Okay, that's, Sunday night. That's, that's tonight. tonight. That's yep. tonight. Yep. Okay. All right. Great. You yeah. can see the adventures of the beloved character that stole my stage name and sold drugs to children. He Hooray. didn't sell them to children. He sold them to mostly adults. Some children did sell them, and spoiler alert for like three seasons ago, got killed. But again, uh, he's only ever indirectly killed a child so far. I haven't seen the last one. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know who's never killed uh, uh, children and who had uh, that name first is uh, this Dr. Heisenberg. This Dr. Heisenberg. He's yeah. not a doctor. He's only got a master's degree. Oh, see? You only no. got a bachelor's degree. So. <laughs> I'm not a real doctor. Yeah. It's just my name. Mm-hmm. And it's a made-up name. Yeah, well, you know, so is he. And, and he didn't think to say doctor, so, you know. So what do you think? How, on a scale of mash to lost, how disappointed are the fans going to be in this finale? You know, it's hard to say. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like as long as, you see, it's hard to say, cause Lost, you know, fucked up bad at the end. Oh, it was awful. Heaven. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. But, and like, Mash was all, you know, it wasn't a chicken, it was a baby. And, you know. Mash was great. Mash Everyone was, got resolution. It was the end of the war. It was glorious. The thing is, pretty much any way they go with this. Right. It's probably going to be satisfying, cause it's like, oh, he gets away with it. Well, that's morally complex. Sometimes bad guys win. Oh, he dies. Well, he got his comeuppance. He was a bad guy, you know? I guess, oh, yeah. somebody else dies and maybe he lives, but, you know, can you call that living, you know? And it's like, oh, real moral complexity. No matter what they do, everyone's going to be like, yeah, it makes sense. Unless they do a, a Tony Soprano and just fade out and tell you absolutely nothing. Well, yeah, you that know, wasn't would... a fade. That was a hard cut to black. That was. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That was. That was. A, I felt like I didn't even watch that show, and I felt like that was a fuck you to the audience. It, pretty much everyone agrees that yeah. someone shot him from off screen, and like that was just his perception of what happened. Yeah, they could have filmed that. They could have. They yeah. may have. I don't know. Uh, yeah, my like the end, like the uh, the secret ending of Clerks, where Dante dies. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> they should have gone with that. Here's it. You know how Clerks should have ended with the original ending where Dante dies and then Kevin Smith doesn't make any more movies and he has one perfect movie and we still respect him. You see, that's the thing. Now they're now I've been seeing they're talking about Clerks three. Yeah, that's apparently happening. That's apparently happening. Now I actually have a defense of Clerks two. Why it now? Clerks two is not a good movie. No, it's not a good movie. It's really not. But I have a defense for its existence mm-hmm. to, to you know to say that it uh, achieves what it's trying to achieve because it's about the disillusionment disillusionment of the grunge era and the, yeah. And, yeah. and the entire argument uh-huh. hinges on there never being a Clerks three. Well, yep, yeah, yep. So uh, thanks, Kevin Smith. You just burned your last bridge. <laughs> Shall we roll the topic? What the hell? We've I'm, already we've already done like two. So I, yeah, I've looked at the list, and neither Clerks two nor uh, Breaking Bad are on it. So well, 
Let's, uh, let's, let's give it a whirl. I teased clerks too. It's a matter of time before one of these sheep sends it in. So. <laughs> Damn it. Do you not understand how flippant these people are? <laughs> they could send us anything. They don't even understand the ramifications of their power. How about we roll the topic before Let's, you give them more ideas? Yeah, now. good. Ah, good, good. Yeah, good, you're, good. you're yes. the one. You're uh, the one uh, dragging uh, us through the mud here. So, apple butter, happy times. Topic, roll. topic now, topic now. Roll pancakes. Shall I roll, or would you like to say more names of food? I'm trying to distract them. Roll. Yeah, because we need more fucking food topics. Great. <laughs> <laughs> good point. Oh, hey, that is 21. 21! What is topic number 21, Johnny? Topic number 21 is... Oh, hell. (laughs) Okay. That 90s TV show Power Rangers ripoff, Tattooed Teenage Alien Fighters from Beverly Hills. Hmm. That was submitted by uh, Sebastian in Boston, new topic guy, first time topic guy. And hey, we, thank we, you, Sebastian. We got a bunch from him. All right, so. thank you, Sebastian from Boston. Uh, welcome to uh, welcome to an elite club. Well, welcome to Beaknickitude. Welcome to the elite club of thorns in my ass. Yep, so. <laughs> yep. There's uh, there's always another volunteer. Uh, I that name sounds familiar. Does um, it? It does not sound familiar to me. Tattooed teenage like alien I've fighters from Beverly Hills. I can say this. I have not heard. Well, of it was this. a television show. Yes. Um. All right. Well, this is 2013. Every TV show that ever existed has an extensive archive on YouTube. If it's not on YouTube, there's a torrent. There's something. There's a way we can watch this without having to fucking pay for it. Uh, we can find this, right? We will find yeah. this, and we will go listen to this or watch it or whatever the hell it is right now. Yeah, we'll be right back. We'll be right back. Okay. Uh, see you folks in a second. Wow. What the shit did I just watch? And we're back. I am furious. <laughs> All right, so here's here's what happened. Over... Here's what happened. No, tell them what happened, Dr. It's, Heisenberg, my um, co-host, my sidekick, whatever you are. Tell it's them. it's tell been them. about three hours. I guess. Um, And we found, uh, 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 as predicted, someone had assembled a playlist of episodes of Tattoo Teenage Alien Fighters from Beverly Hills. Nobody is interested in protecting this copyright. On YouTube. <laughs> no. And no, why would they be? Why would they be? If you were, if you owned this, would you be defending this at all? Would you be trying to, to claim ownership of this publicly? No. These shows, depending on how they're edited, oddly enough, range from about 15 to 21 minutes. I would like to talk about that editing in a moment, but you, you finish your thing. Uh, uh, it's been three hours, so I have to assume we've watched between 10 and 12 episodes. I it lost It feels track. like 100. I, it's more than that. This... This show does exist. It exists, all right. Yep, um, yep. There it was. We yeah. we looked at it with our eyeballs, heard it with our earballs. It's a real show. Um, it ran for one season in 1994. Uh, yeah, and yeah, um, we we Wikipedia this as well because we needed to. We needed, frankly, we needed outside confirmation that this was not a prank. That this was not somebody's high concept YouTube only series where they were like, ha ha ha, check out this fake crappy 90s TV show we made. We needed external confirmation that this actually happened when they said it happened because let's face it, we never saw any of these actors again. 
This and, this is on real television. Um, this yeah. happened, and uh, 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 it was it, it, it was a children's like afternoon show. Yeah, like it was a lot like the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. This is it, it, Sebastian's description was correct. It, it was is a, a Power shameless, Ranger ripoff, shameless ripoff of the Power Rangers. It's kind of hard to encompass exactly what this show is about because um, it's a it, it's trying to do so much. I mean, I guess the name. Tattooed teenage alien fighters from Beverly Hills gives you what you would think is a clue. You would think, um, but it doesn't. No, 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 no. Okay, because they're tattoos. They don't just have tattoos. No, no. They get whisked up into space and given little glowing arm decals that only appear when they're being summoned to space by Nimbar. Uh, by Nimbar, the um, uh, he's a glowing alien blob. Yeah. Who is wise. Nimbar the Slime Bubble. Oh, right. Nimbar the Slime Bubble, by the way, is the only actor you've ever heard of on this. He is voiced by Glenn Shaddix, noted character actor Glenn Shaddix. Who is that? He's the funny fat guy from Beetlejuice. Yeah. Okay, and a bunch of other stuff. He's in a million things. He continued to work after this. He was fine. He's dead now, but he was fine for a good long time after this. Yeah, but so so Nimbar had uh, a problem with uh, Emperor Gorganus. You know what? Actually... We should let Nimbar explain this. Should we? Okay, fine. Because there's Nimbar. a let's let's play the clip that summarizes this show. This played at the intro for children with no attention spans who couldn't remember this plot details. This was the beginning of the every episode. There's, there's yeah. in a way there's continuity here, but let's yeah let's get let's, the intro. Here's the intro. Okay. Molecular home planet to the diabolically evil Emperor Gorganus. Gorganus has vowed to use his army of alien monsters to conquer Earth. The focal point of a system of power portals he needs to rule the universe. I am Nimbar, head protector of the power portals. To carry out my mission to stop Gorganus, I have chosen four teenagers from Beverly Hills. I summon them by flashing their tattoos. Then they transform into galactic sentinels. Scorpio! Horus! Centaur! The fate of the Earth depends on these tattooed teenage alien fighters from Beverly Hills. And yet, that explains so little. <laughs> uh, so, okay. Um, Johnny. I don't know where to begin with this. Okay, just start <laughs> interrogating me, okay? Just let me react to this, okay? Because, okay, remember the the episode about the Oogie Loves? The episode I talk about all the time because I, I, yeah. I, I just love it so much that I fuck it? Mm-hmm. You know, that episode? Well, you hate fuck it. Well, whatever, man. Yeah. I, don't, I think no, no, not the movie. The episode itself, I was oh, quite fond right, of. You know, yeah. I just love the sound of my own voice being pissy. And yeah, that's uh, fair. In that episode, I repeatedly say that in the Oogie Loves movie, there is just too much to react to. Let's start with the pilot, okay? Oh, why? Let's start with the pilot. Wonderful the, idea. The pilot. So you got four teenagers who are not friends. No, no, they are brought together on a group project for some bullshit at school. There's, there's a nerd. There's a nerd. Okay, his name is Swinton. Uh, Swinton. Okay, and there's a there's a preppy. He's Gordon. That's Gordon. Uh, and then uh, there's a um, there's girl a, named Drew who's a free spirit. Yeah, she's the flighty uh, blonde Jesse Spano type. But then there's the other girl who's the overachiever. They, they took Jesse Spano and cut her into two people. They kind of, well, she's also she's also like a more uh, uh, driven uh, Kelly Kapowski yeah. in a way because she's like pretty and a cheerleader and bouncy. Yeah. But yeah, so you've got yeah, so they're they have to work on a science project together. They go to this yeah. high school in Beverly Hills. Yes, yes, they're all from Beverly Hills. Yeah. And so they're sitting there, and uh, Swinton builds a science machine. 
Um, yeah, it does. Uh, it detects secondhand smoke in the air or something. Right, and they hit a button, and uh, as if out of nowhere, uh, uh, an energy rift forms. I would say quite literally out of nowhere, not as if. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it just for no reason in the air. Just boom. And I feel like part of this is the fault of um, special effects. Yeah. But it, it just looks like a, a glowing radiation. Like that yeah. could be anything. It could be anything. But their instinct is let's touch it. Hell, let us just rub our whole bodies all over it. Let's just really get up on that shit. Yeah, at no point does Drew poke it with the science pole. No. Or even a finger. Throw a, throw a cat through it first or something. She just jumps right into it. Mm-hmm. That could very well be a misdirected, you know, test weapon. I mean, she doesn't even, she immediately perceives this is something I am to jump through. She jumps into it and it vanishes. Yes. And they, at no point do they think she might have vaporized. Yes, they don't, I mean, th- their first instinct is, we better follow her, you know, to being a series of disconnected atoms. Right. For all you know. You don't fucking know where she went. And so, they all just jump into this thing, and it's like, oh, now there's four dead children. This, where their parents will never know what happened to them. This is in, like, the first three minutes. Yeah. So they end up in this space cave. Uh, with a glowing slime bubble that talks to them through their minds. And sure, whatever. His name Great, is, go for it. Is Nubar Nimbar and uh, uh, Nubar? What I don't fucking remember. Actually, <laughs> and, uh, this show just like it, there's is, so much to react to, and yet so much of it just slides off my brain this like is, water off a duck's cock. <laughs> this is this is the funny thing about this show is I just watched like a dozen episodes of this thing. As did I. And I can barely remember specifics like names and stuff. So Because you don't care. You don't care. I don't care either, and yet I'm furious. I am furious. <laughs> Tell us why you're furious, Johnny. Just go go right into it. Okay, so they go up to the space cave and talk to Nimbulo or whatever his name is. Right. And he's like, You guys have to be uh, the tattooed teenage alien fighters from Beverly Hills. You yeah. need to fight Emperor Garganus. Yeah, sure. And great. his and his his, uh, his snarky minions. his snarky bird puppet. He has a bird puppet. He has sidekick. a bird puppet. And yeah. the bird puppet, like sometimes he talks about stuff that's going on in the plot, but sometimes he makes like office humor. He's like, ha ha, it's a living squack. Yeah. yeah, it's oh god. Like Emperor bird. Gorganus is like, I will destroy the earth, and Bird Puppet's like, it's good to have goals. Ah! He does say those exact words. For, <laughs> yeah, for fuck's sake. <laughs> anyway, so Emperor Gorganus has like monsters, but he's only got like four monsters that he keeps reusing. <laughs> it's true. And he's like, okay, I'm gonna take out one of my monsters this week, send it down to Earth to fuck shit up, and then the teenage alien fighters. They they shout the name of their spirit animal or something. Well, all right, you so, explain this part better. All right, listen. So, all right, so they they are become what's called the Galactic Sentinel. Galactic Sentinels, that's what they're called. Right, they're not actually called the Tattooed Teenage Alien Fighters from Beverly Hills. They but have they an actually pretty badass name. They do say it a lot. The funny thing is, and yeah, Galactic Sentinels is already a good enough name that's for a, the show. That's a fine it's name. It's actually, I would argue, a much better name. I, I don't immediately, if you the, know, crap myself with hate when I hear it. <laughs> if the name of the program was the Galactic Sentinels... 
Then it's like, that's not even a mouthful. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, the show's bad, but whatever. It's just for kids. You know, save that galaxy. You yeah, guys. and if you Good were going to abbreviate it, you could be like, yeah, I'm a fan of GS. I'm a GS not fan, yeah. T-T-A-F-F-B-H. Why do you know that? I mean, I understand you know your letters. Because I can spell words? Well, I understand, but you did that very quickly. I feel like you had this plan. Listen, uh, 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 so... When they get their powers. Now, this is actually, I feel like, sort of interesting. Oh, okay? shit. An interesting twist. Because this is a thing I hate in, in children's fiction. It's in, like, the C.S. Lewis Chronicles of Narnia, in Harry Potter, and so forth. When a fucking child out of nowhere is given all kinds of special powers without earning it. Don't they you? don't train. They don't learn anything. What do you mean they just... don't train? The entire book is about going to wizard school. Yeah. He's a really bad wizard. He doesn't know any magic at the beginning. Yeah, but, but I mean, <laughs> Harry Potter is a lesser case. Okay, but C.S. Lewis, right? Oh, yeah. Fuck the him. Chronicles of Narnia. Fuck those him. four stupid Pevensey children get to the, the Narnia, and they're like, oh, you're the kings and queens. Now, here are your swords. You are magic heroes. No, no, hey, Santa Claus gives them those swords. Yeah, Santa Claus, bad move. Okay, the Krampus should be beating you, Santa, for being an irresponsible Santa. Yeah, actually. Whack you with the reed and shove your ass full of coal. Whatever, man. Uh, yeah. But yeah, hot, hot uh, ones, regular ones. I don't even care anymore. Listen. Sure, stick coals into Santa Claus. Whatever, nothing is holy anymore because <laughs> I've seen this show. But but listen, listen. The point is, there's a and 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 after Potter, there were all the like YA magic. We understand. We you're, you're you're over you're overemphasizing. The point is. There are so many things where children are given powers out of nowhere and told they're special and, like, for no reason. Yeah. Something slightly different is happening on the show. I'm not sure it is. Nimbar is using these teenagers as conduits to resurrect uh, uh, fallen uh, champions from across the galaxy. Okay, I'd like to talk about those champions, but you finish. Okay, so these are not particularly physically fit or interesting kids. Because, no. like, you know how in Power Rangers, like, they're constantly training, like, they're yeah. all into martial arts and gymnastics? Yeah, they're so all like, doing their fucking gym kata. Yeah, <laughs> like, when they're not fighting monsters, they're still training all the time. Yeah, down at the, the, the kickboxing gym or whatever. I don't, yeah. I don't really remember Power Rangers that well. The tattooed teenage BBB. Uh, uh, they don't do shit. They, they hang out at a coffee house. Because it was 1994, they hang out at the low-rent children's version of the coffee house from Friends, except in California. Oh, my God. That's what exactly I, what it is. I can't believe I'm saying any of this. <laughs> no, this is real. Again, I had to this check to thing. make sure that this was real. You know, like completely... I didn't it, hallucinate it this. Happened. No, I, you're sober. I, I have not done hallucinogens in many years, and yet here I am. Yeah. So uh, feeling like I've done them much more recently. But but what happens is uh when they turn into the tattoo duty doos, they See, you don't even <laughs> care. You don't even care. You who love rubbing my face in that name, they you don't even care. Turn into these huge muscle-bound American gladiator yeah. hunks and hunkuses. It's clearly, yeah, it's these four fucking bodybuilders with masks on. They're different it's actors. Like, yeah, they're, it's obviously different actors. And this is yeah. not a I mean, this is not a situation where it's like uh, uh, stock footage from a Japanese program. Yeah, this the, is an American original. Yeah, the Power Rangers, it was, whenever they had the suits on, it was just old footage from another Japanese show that they repurposed for this show. Yeah. Because, you know, they're just fighting a monster. You dub in new dialogue, you can say whatever you want. 
want the plot to be? Who gives a shit? Yeah, these aren't these aren't the same kids. Okay, it's not. They don't know shit. They are basically allowing themselves to be possessed by alien warriors for Nimbar's own personal grudge. I don't think you're basing that on anything. I don't think there's any evidence for that. I'm on basing the program. that on the program I saw. He says you will take on the aspects of the Galactic Sentinels. Yeah, and these they... are ancient champions who just hover around in like channelable ghost form in the universe. Nubar brings them, all right, and he's like, "Take over these kids' bodies, because." I've got a score to settle. Well, okay, so yeah, so fucking Nobo or whatever, he's like, yes, okay, go. And then they're all like, oh, look how fucking beefy we are. And they are commenting on it. They're surprised by it, you know? Yeah. It's like, oh, look at me, I'm a hunk. And then the girl's like, oh, look at me, I'm fucking She-Hulk. Yeah. And, uh... Yeah, and so they, they're aware of what's going on. And they're, and they're spandex with their masks, so you can't tell they're different actors. Yeah, yeah. It's unless you Except actually that think the, about it people for a are second. clearly like 10 years older than the other actors. They and, really are. And I'd like to say, for, I mean, they... <laughs> and the uh, spandex boy shorts? The, the, the spandex boy short people, and, uh, the, the villain, Lord Gorbally Goop. <laughs> Uh, yeah. he's, uh, he's got a, a helmet on his face, covers his whole face. He does. All the, uh, the monsters are, you know, wearing full body monster suits that are so shit, but they are full body suits. <laughs> right. Or at least robes, you know? Yeah. Whatever, whatever. Who gives a fuck? There's the sorcerer, there's, uh, uh. Brainulo or whatever. Bra- <laughs> there's a guy with a brain that looks like a butt that covers, like, his head and his whole shoulders and there's, shit. There's Ninjabot. Ninjabot, who is a samurai. Hey, are samurais and ninjas the same thing? No. They are not. No. Alright. Also, I'm pretty sure they don't have ninjas on other planets. I'm sure they do, because there is one right now. <laughs> Fair point. You know, you but, win. And then there's the ice lady. Yeah. And she's just got, like, a regular lady voice. Later on, there's, like, a T-Rex. You didn't get that far. Goody. Okay, yeah. great, great. There's a T-Rex. Wonderful. Yeah. Um, well, the point is that anyone who has a mask on, mm-hmm. you know, and then their voice is just dubbed in later, probably by a completely different actor, definitely by a different actor in the case of the kids in their hunk forms. Right. However, however, yeah. I have never seen such... Shitty acting with no talking. <laughs> Everyone who doesn't... They're just gesturing, and they're doing it so badly. Like, all they need to do is punch. And you can tell from their arms that these are people who have done a lot of punching. And they cannot make it look natural. I feel like no choreographer was hired. Oh, like certainly not. No, no. They told them, get out there, do what you gotta do. Yeah. And everyone wearing a mask is doing so much head work. <laughs> like, they're That's just bobbing true. their head around like a puppet with no mouth. Look, Emperor Gorganon, he, he isn't a full mask. I made myself dizzy doing that just now. I was doing he's, what he does with he's, his head. He's, most of the time he's in there with a very shoddy bird puppet. He has pretty much the exact same moves as the puppet. Yes. Like he jerks his head around and like moves an arm up yeah, and down. Yeah, but the puppet moves its mouth. Yeah. Because there's a guy with his hand up it. Yeah, and it's not even a very sophisticated puppet. No, it's a it's a straight up, it's a regular store-bought hand puppet with like a toucan with some teeth glued into the beak. Basically. That's all it is. It's really, and then like, it looks, it, it looks, it's supposed to look evil, but it just looks old and beat up. <laughs> it does. It's a raggedy bird. It's a raggedy ass puppet. Yeah. Okay, and... 
we're, why are we harping on the bird so much? The bird is like the least bad part of this. I just like bird puppets. Well, so do I. But I, all right, but but I want to. I want to. All right. There's a lot to say about the teens. The, there's so much to say about the teens, the tattooed teens who fight aliens based Beverly out Hills. of Beverly Hills. Yes. By the way, I love any show where they say the name of the show in the show. They say the name of this show so much. <laughs> <laughs> so much. In the first episode, they actually say, so we're going to be tattooed teenage alien fighters from Beverly Hills. They say well, it, and I came, and, uh... <laughs> well, Drew, Drew, the free-spirited, frizzy brown pixie girl? Yeah. So she, she susses it out as it's happening. By the way, they all take this so immediately. They take this in stride. They are unfucking flappable She's like, oh, we can't fight aliens. We're just teens from Beverly Hills. And then he's like, yes, you can. Oh, then I guess we're teenage alien fighters. And oh, like, here. I have to give you the magical tattoos. Oh, now we'll be tattooed teenage alien fighters from Beverly Hills. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and like she pieces it together and then at the end, right... He's like, there will be after they defeat Ninjabot for the first time. <laughs> Nimbar is like, uh, all right, there will be more monsters to fight later. And she says, that's no problem for the tattoo teenage alien fighters from Beverly Hills. And then they like high five. Yeah, and I mean, the music. Can we talk? That's about what I'm getting to. Okay. okay, because like they say, Galactic Sentinels a lot. What with that being their jobs, their superhero titles, the name of their team, that makes sense. They say Avengers a lot in the Avengers. Fine, whatever. That's fine. You know, yeah. if that was the name of the show and they say it a lot, whatever. They say The Matrix a lot in The Matrix, you know, you, you let that slide because it's a major element of the plot. You're sure. fine. Okay? But, but, <laughs> the name of this show is fucking ridiculous. It's Tattooed Teenage Alien Fighters from Beverly Hills. My Christ, that is a mouthful. It really and, is. And, uh... <laughs> And they say it a lot, and they say it in the music. The theme song <laughs> of the show is just Tattooed Teenage Alien Fighter from Beverly Hills. Well, we like, play the clip. They, they say it, and then they says it in vocal form, and then they sing it. But they sing a, it several times. There's other songs. Okay, you remember... There's another version of the song where they explain <laughs> what they do, but it's just this very dry recitation of, okay, they're Tattooed Teenage Alien Fighters from Beverly Hills, and then they transform, and then they fight monsters, because Nimbar says you have to defeat Lord Google Fuck, and, <laughs> and it's, All it's right. but like he's just saying it, but then there's like a bunch of other theme songs that are all also just dry explanations of what they do, and they just say tattoo teeth, <laughs> there's so much original music on this show, it's a Bob's Burgers level of amount of original music there is terrible. so much uh, there's original music in like every episode and it's all shit <laughs> it's like all right all right Imagine a cross between our, like, you know, Danger Zone from is, Top Gun. It is absolutely the lawyer-friendly Danger Zone sound-alike. But it also it also sounds like the Saved by the Bell theme song. It does everything yeah. on this show. And then at the beginning of every scene, there's this little bit of, you know, bow, bow. Fresh Prince music. Yeah, and, uh, they play. They there. There's never a moment where there's not a soundtrack. It's either Fresh Prince tunes or like bonus cut theme music. 
it's for a show where so much and yet so little happens. It, just, it never shuts the fuck up. I feel like the producer of this show had like a brother who was a like a, a production musician who was out of work, and that's the only way they got all these songs for like free. I feel like the producer of this show had like a terrorist holding his family hostage, <laughs> <laughs> like telling him his ideas for shows and like you want to see your family again? How about just their thumbs? No, okay, then make the show. I feel like this was done like the like uh, like Jeopardy, like uh, they just they shot like forty of them in an afternoon. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Now, yeah. Now I mentioned before. Glenn Shaddix, the only person to come out of this show to actually have a Wikipedia page. Right. That's an exaggeration, but barely. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, uh, he he was the voice of, let's just call him fucking Zordon, because let's let's stop dancing around it, okay? Yeah. He is their Zordon. And, yeah. I mean, even I remember that much about the Power Rangers, and I, like, never watched it. Yeah, no, that's but, fair. Yeah. But, you know, I feel like he went in, it was just, you know, two, three days, just... Afternoon with a cup of tea in front of the microphone. Just, you know, oh, do you need me to say this talk now? You know, yes, Glenn, go for it. I'm, I'm sure it was like a Peter Jones and the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy radio series situation. Yeah, where, where he was reading this insane sci-fi crap. Yeah. Like, and in Douglas Adams' case, it was brilliant. Yeah. But Peter Jones had no idea what yeah. the hell he was saying. He ran into his friend later and he's like, I was just working on something that I had no idea what it was. Yeah. 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 Yeah, like, it's, it's, I'm sure for, for Chaddix, it was that level of inexplicable. He sat in front of a microphone, never interacted with the cast. Yeah. And just said these weird lines. Yeah, it's like in any bad sports movie where they get some comedian to play the announcer. Right. And they just keep cutting to him in in his little booth. Yeah. That guy never was on set. No, no. No, it's like, oh, no wonder you're the only funny part of this movie. You weren't, you weren't close to the poison. Yeah, you know? yeah, totally. No, they just they bring you in like a session musician yeah. one day, and 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 like I can't tell if Zordon or whatever. I can't tell if he hates the teenagers or not. Like he's he, he speaks so imperiously, but I but maybe that's just his delivery. Like I feel like, like maybe Glenn Shaddix also didn't know what he <laughs> whether he was supposed to be a dick or not, and he's like, well. I play a dick pretty well. I'm going to just run with it and see if they stop me. There's not a lot of ton of direction, but I feel like... I don't feel like there was much direction on this show at all. The whole show feels like an improv game, you know? Where, like, every so often somebody just says, freeze, now you're fighting a monster, morons. Because it's a children's afternoon show, it's one season is 40 episode, but it only takes, like, two months to broadcast it yeah, all. Yeah, because it's just... It's like a five, five days a week Five show. days a week. Bam, bam, bam. Crank, yeah. Crank so they, they got through season one in two months and then they never made any more. I feel like if there was going to be character development, you would gradually learn that Nimbar is like just a complete jackass. Like, it's like a Book of Job thing. <laughs> like, Emperor Gorganon and Nimbar are like God and the devil. Okay, except in this one, the devil has a bird puppet, which I feel like... Might have made the Book of Job cooler, except the devil is kind of like God's bird puppet in Job, so there are parallels. But I've what is happening? This episode uh, is spiraling out of control. Don't stop. But uh, well, I've got a few things to say about Emperor Gorgannon's monsters. Good, 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 good. Because no. I am exhausted and furious and sad and mad and 
No, I have to pee a little bit. I it don't know. It probably feels like the writers of this show are lazy and uncreative and just keep reusing the same monsters because they don't give a shit and they're not very good at their job. No, they can only afford four monster costumes. But here's the thing. And yeah, and they have no money. Oh, right. There was also the electric octopus, the octodroid, yeah. that like is going to suck up the Earth's oceans. And every time they cut to it, you hear the song, the sound of a straw at the bottom of a milkshake. <laughs> like... You know that I can't do it. I can't do it. If I had a milkshake, I'd do it right now. Oh wait, hold on. No, I got it. Oh, cool, cool. That's the sound. That's the sound. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, every time he starts like destroying the Earth's water supply, it's literally the sound of a straw at the bottom of a cup. Yeah, they've got our level of foley work. Yeah, on an actual television show, I'd say less. You know. But but here's the thing. Every once in a while, like the bird puppet will be like, "Oh, better kill that monster. He's a failure." And Emperor Gorgon will be like, "No, we can rebuild him and let him try again. Don't be wasteful, my non-recycling." He he teases the bird for not recycling at one point. Emperor Gorgon. Like, no, no, no. Okay, that is like one of the basic rules of screenwriting. If you show a character recycling. Eventually, he becomes a good guy. Read Save the Cat, people. Totally, totally. <laughs> Don't and actually. It's it's a book about how to write a bad movie. Well, yeah, but no, no. Like Emperor Gorganon is he's supposed to be a ruthless dictator, you know? But I, I, you really get deep down into him, and he's not such a bad guy. He's willing to give his warriors chance after chance. Yeah. He's got stick-to-itiveness. Like, okay. He's friends he, to animals. Yeah, it's like, oh, this monster fucked up. Yeah, we're going to send him to toil in the pain mines for a couple episodes. He'll be back. I feel, yeah, I feel like Nimbar and his narcissistic, you know, children yeah. are the real bad guys We're, here. We have not even talked about the children, oh, and especially about Gordon. Assholes. Okay, Gordon looks like the fetus that is you know, the aborted fetus of the love child of Zach Morris and Alex P. Keaton. Yeah, that's fair. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> Like, he wears a little tie and suspenders, like a little shit bag, and he talks like Zach Morris, but he's not, and his mom is the mayor of Beverly Hills. She I is. don't know if that's a real thing. She's like, yeah, they just kind of work her in out of nowhere. It's yeah. like, oh, by the way, your mom's the mayor. It's like Clay really, Puffington. Really subtle and, acting from the mom, too. Oh, yeah, my God. Real subtle. Like, yeah. Real, real small. All real, the parents. Like, like Alec Guinness, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, like, um, like, uh, Drew's aunt, who's, uh, she comes in and she's like, Oh, let's go to the pool. Oh, I was just down shopping. Yeah, no, she is. She, Drew lives, I guess, with her aunt, who is a soap opera opera actress. Or she something. is like worse than community theater grade. She she's dinner theater, maybe you know, I, if and, that. Yeah, and and yeah, the mayor of Beverly Hills and the fake actress lady, and oh, she just booked a movie of the week. It's based on a true story. Oh, how how current? <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, like. I mean, the one thing I will say in the show's favor is that the nerd, uh-huh. they actually, for 1994, right. there's a lot of internet jokes and a lot of computer jokes, and they're not perfect, right. but frankly, they are at least on par, if not better, than the sort of internet and computer jokes people make now, like writers have learned nothing in that time. I feel like it's, here's, let me put it in perspective. I feel like Tattooed Teenage Alien Fighters from Beverly Hills in 1994 had more accurate internet jokes for the time than The Big Bang Theory does for now. 
High five, yeah. Yeah. I'm not actually yeah. going to high five. I'm just too angry. I might crush your hand. No, that's, but, uh, uh, I'm going to stay over here. But smart. Smart. Yeah. Because I am just ready to punch a hole through a fucking wall. Yeah. <laughs> like, this, this, this show is just... I, I'm frankly a little puzzled as to why we even got this topic. Like, why did Sebastian even think of this? I don't know. I don't I know. Mean, I feel like this I'm, is somehow some kind of... Kar- karmic punishment for me. I mean, like, I'm looking at the. I wiki- feel like this show, yeah. this show, is proof that reincarnation exists. Okay. And in my previous life, right. I was Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's an appropriate punishment. I think it. I don't know. I think it's I, one of several punishments. I'm probably going to have several more lifetimes of this crap. I feel like the reincarnation of Hitler was actually a kid who grew up watching this show <laughs> and loved it. And could never get any of his friends to play Tadjid Alien Fighters from Beverly Hills with him in the backyard and grew up friendless and alienated. Well, whatever. I'm sure that kid's fine or dead now. So. So this is interesting. Uh, good. Great. So, Tell me what's interesting. I'm fine. looking, I'm looking at the Wikipedia, right? Great. And I'm scrolling through the entries on uh-huh. my phone. Alright. And I find a, a curious uh, note here. DVD release. Oh, fucking hell. On o- I'm guessing there is none? On October 1st, 2013. Wait, wait. Tuesday. Tuesday. This Tuesday. This Tuesday. Mill Creek Entertainment, under license from DHX Media, will release the complete series on DVD in Region 1 for the very first time. What the fuck, Sebastian from Boston? How did you predict that? How did... How could you possibly have been looking for this and found out about this what, what happened? in time to get us to do this show? I don't understand what just happened. <laughs> like, what? I mean, I, normally I love it when shit just lines up like this. This is the most prescient for no reason. Like, probably someone somewhere in the marketing department of this DVD company is going to Google this and see if anyone gives a shit that they release this yeah. and find this podcast. I guess. And uh, I'm here to tell you, we did not do this on purpose. No, no. This is this weird. This is accidental. This yeah, is... I'm... We had watched the show. We learned this thing about the DVD. What, now? Yeah. Yeah, so... Like, holy we... fuckballs. And, and, uh... I don't know what's real anymore. I don't understand the we... universe at all. I don't recommend this program. I... Oh, here's the thing. No, I recommend our program. I can't recommend the Tattoo Teenage What's-It's from the Where's It Goes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the places you'll fight aliens. <laughs> oh, my God. I want to just go out to the desert and bury a hobo that I killed. This is what I would like you all to do. I would like you to never buy these DVDs, but if you're curious about whether or not something can be this terrible and still be a television program, go to YouTube, watch it for free, and again, never buy these DVDs. I want you to buy these DVDs. I hope there's 20 fucking hours of special features. I hope there is a special feature, interviews with the cast. I hope there is a straight-up cast sex tape on those features, you know, as a fucking Easter egg. Okay. I want to see all the tattooed teenage alien fighters fucking each other. I don't even care anymore. Okay. I don't care. Come on. That would be cool. No, I would watch no, that. it wouldn't. I would, no, I, I want to see that. I don't. Uh, yeah. I don't want to see it, but I want everyone else to have to see it. I mean, this is, uh, yeah. I wonder, I bet because it's the internet. What about the internet? Great. Well, I, I'm, I bet someone has fan fiction about what happens after the finale of oh, the show. Oh, there fucking better be internet. Like, if you, internet, 
I'm talking to all of you right now, Internet. Everybody. If there is not fanfic, if there is not filthy, disgusting, shit-smeared <laughs> fanfic about these characters, you, Internet, are falling down on the fucking job. And don't forget Nimbar slime-smeared as well. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I want Nimbar to worm his tendrils up into every tender hole on these little teenage bodies. I don't even care. Wow. <laughs> wow. Oh, my yeah, God. You, this <laughs> television show took you to a dark place. I'm glad you didn't watch this as a child. Yeah. Wow. This is really upsetting. I don't know who I am anymore. I'm not okay with it. I'm, wow. I'm very unhappy with it. Nobody watched this show ever. Watch it. All of you. All of the shows. <laughs> every episode. Sit down, put your eyes on the screen. Not near the screen. Literally put your eyeballs on the screen until you are breathing it in through your eyes. What is okay. happening? Watch it forever. I am furious. Uh, I think we're going to leave it there. Yeah. We are no, we can't leave it there. That was disgusting. Let's talk about Gordon. Let's talk about this little shit. And his mom is the mayor of Beverly Hills. <laughs> oh, this will get better. I okay. actually I have very little to say about him except that like the characters, there's no I mean there's kind of consistency. One of them is the rebel, one of them is the overachiever, Gordon right. is the preppy and the capitalist, and um, then Do you want to talk about Nitron? Nitron, right, right. The four punks all form this big robot called Nitron. Yeah, you remember when the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers would form Voltron? And... Or whatever, yeah. yeah. They, so they have their own. They have yeah. their own giant thing made out of things. Yeah. And it's named Nitron, and it's actually a knight. So if you're keeping track, so they're, they're, they're from space. They do sort of a martial arts thing, but they're... Costumes are more like American gladiators. They're very American gladiators. They fight kabuki bots... And then their giant robot thing is actually looks like a knight from the European medieval period. Yeah, so... He's got a metal sword and, know, like, a helmet and stuff. Symbolic about, you know, Western dominance over uh, Japan. I don't think that's... What there are so many pointless extra elements that don't seem to serve any purpose for anything. Yeah, no, I mean, like... Even the way they are assigned their guardian spirits or whatever... Oh, my God, it's a mess! It's so confusing. It's like listening to a game made up by, like, a really smart four-year-old who later turns out to be a psychopath who just feels nothing. It's like, okay, he assigns them their names, right? Yeah. And first you get Scorpio. And you're like, right. Zodiac, all right, that's all right. Our, all right. And then uh, then Taurus. Oh, okay, we're going Zodiac theme. Yeah, we're going with, like, an astrology thing. Yeah. Then you get Centaur. That's, that's that's not one of them. That's incorrect. And, and then Apollo. Also, that, that's better than Centaur, uh, but well, not a Centaur correct. is just a mythological creature. Yeah. that's a, a half man, half horse, and Apollo was a god. Yeah, but there's uh, a constellation called Apollo. I mean, like, is there a Centaur constellation? Well, I mean, Sagittarius is sometimes depicted as a Centaur, but I think that's splitting hairs. But it's like, it's just even their names. It's just it's a mess. Yeah, and then like the why the they have each power. It's like okay, you get this power because you love breaking the rules but you get this power because you know which rules to break but which ones not to and it's like it's so confusing and this never comes up again they don't even really have well-defined power no they no. just kind of punch and then yeah, they make the like giant space you knight. punch and then you make the knight and then you kill the monster and then the monster goes to work in the pain mines for two episodes and then comes back you remember in the original star wars film the, sure the duel between darth vader and obi-wan kenobi and it actually was not very well choreographed 
choreographed. It's basically two really old men whacking each other with brooms. Clack, 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 yes. Yeah. It's, like, worse than that. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. that one worked because of the gravitas of Alec Guinness. Yeah. And, and James Earl Jones. And James Earl yeah. Jones. And, um, it's like, hey, we've got yeah. these two amazing actors. Who cares if they can't fight and one of them is not even actually there. He's just a big, giant Welsh stuntman. And yeah. the, 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 the guy in the Vader suit. Yeah, um, the big Welsh stuntman. Uh, yeah. David Prowse. David Prowse, thank yeah. you. Like, they're so good that you don't even notice that that's a shitty fight. Like, yeah, no, you have to watch that movie a dozen times yeah. to be able to focus on the fact that this is actually a lousy sword fight because yeah. their acting is so good. Yeah, they're, they're just, they, they know what they're doing. I mean, you know, hell, he takes, uh, Alec Guinness takes so many bad lines in that movie. Yeah. And makes them work through sheer force of will. Yeah. You know, and. So this is, this show is like the opposite of Alec Guinness. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I made a joke about him earlier. Right. And, uh, yeah, it's, here we are again. It still works. Yeah. Yeah. And, oof. Oof. Fucking oof. Right. I don't even know what um, to say. I just, I, I've gone to a very, very dark place, as you said. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, like, it's still, it's no Oogie Loves. It's no Oogie Loves, but, whew, it is something. I mean, some of the kids who played these characters never worked again. They disappeared yeah. down the TV hole. Yeah. And just, um, yeah. and maybe, maybe, you know what? Acting isn't for everybody. Maybe it was, it was not for them. Maybe it was good that this tanked. Yeah. And they got on with their lives and they have, you know, happy jobs yeah. uh, managing hotels or something. Hell, like you know, I mean, it's even good that it didn't get a few more seasons and then tanked, you know? Because then we'd be getting the tell-all memoirs from these kids, like the one we got from Screech. Yeah, yeah, or um, or, or like the, uh, the daughter from Different Strokes. Right. She, like, did porn and then died of an overdose or... Something. Suicide or something. It was definitely sad. It was super sad. But I can't be sad about anything. I don't feel anything anymore yeah. because of this show. Yeah. It's, uh, so, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, until next week, I guess. Are we done? I think so. I think I'm I fucking think we've done. done enough. Yeah. So, until next week, hey, fucking gaze into the void. Touch it. Make love to it. It doesn't matter. The void doesn't care. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Send those topics to topics at the beak dot org. Yes, yes. Follow Send us on Twitter at, to at, at the, the beak. beak at Doc Heisenberg and at Beak Network. Yes, and you can get at us at uh, Facebook.com slash breakfast with the beak, breakfast with the beak dot com. Absolutely. Or by just calling out into the void. I'll be there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, make a vortex and just jump blindly into it yeah, and maybe hey. you'll get superpowers. Or disintegrated. Yeah. Yeah, you know, only one way to find out, and that's just to go on in like an idiot. <laughs> There's an episode where Gordon's mom just jumps through with him. And she's like, what, what, what? Like, it's it's that level of acting that's happening. Yep. Until next week, what? <laughs> I guess. I don't know. What? I, I have no sign-off for this. I'm just, we're just, we're done. We're done. <laughs> This has been a production of the Beak Podcasting Network.
Visit TheBeat.org to learn more about this and other quality podcasts. Seriously, guys, so awesome.